Hey there, how are you? I hope you are doing amazing. Today we are answering your questions and these are probably some of my favorite episodes because one, I love your guys' questions and two, I really just like to help. So stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast where we talk about all things career related and I really just tell you how it is. I'm your host, Stephanie Dennis. My background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in and I really love and enjoy and have a passion for having really interesting and engaging conversations and helping others and sharing my knowledge. So here we are. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. Let's get into it. Okay, so question one. Lindsay is new to recruiting and she wants to know, how do I let people know they aren't moving forward in the process? How do I disengage? How do we reject people? That was my part. She didn't ask it like that. (laughs) But that's ultimately what we what we're doing, right? Is we're we're rejecting them whether it's for a good reason or a bad reason. So, number 1, if we like them and they're great, but they're not good for whatever particular role you guys were originally talking about, I always let them know, "Hey, here's the deal. You have a really great background. The hiring manager is looking for this. You know, we just discussed that your background is more ABC, right? Candidly, I don't think this one's going to be the best fit. Your background is great. I would love to keep in touch with you and would love to keep the lines of communication open, you know, and reach out in the future with roles that may align better to your background. And on the flip side of that, you know, please feel free to reach out. Use me as a resource. If you see something posted, let me know. If I'm not the right person, I'll do my best to point you in the right direction. So that's kind of like how I leave it with people who I think are really good. And it's just not a good fit for that role. Number two is if we thought they were good, but the hiring manager says no. I'm just really honest about it. You know, hey, I shared your background with hiring manager. At this time, we have decided to move forward with other candidates. However, I'd love to keep in touch and, you know, connect on future opportunities if you're open to that. And usually that one's probably in an email. And so I always say, if you're open to that question mark, right? And so then and like talk to you soon versus like, you know, whatever, you know, thank you. So people know like, hey, I'm actually interested in keeping in touch versus just saying that and going through the motion, right? (laughs) And then kind of like the third option there is like, they were not good and you want to break up forever. (laughs) And I feel like if you've been in recruiting, like, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I, okay, so confession time. I always end the call with saying that, you know, as far as next steps, I'm going to be sharing your information with the team. As soon as I hear back as to if and how they want to move forward, I will let you know. And then a couple of days later, you know, they get like the typical rejection email, right? It's like at this time, we're moving forward with the candidates, appreciate your time, best wishes, blah, blah, blah. It's like in our system already, right? So here's why I keep it more open during like an actual call is... More often than not, if I tell people I'm not moving them forward immediately, they will try and talk themselves into an interview or being able to move forward. And I've already made up my decision and I know that their background is not going to be a fit and it's not what the hiring manager is looking for. And I usually don't have time to (laughs) listen to their arguments of why they should move forward and rebut them all, right? (laughs) So I have found, and because I used to do it, like, hey, I don't think this is a fit. Here's why, you know, blah, blah, blah. 
if they're not good and they're not moving forward, it's probably for a reason, right? If they don't fall into one of those other two buckets. And those people that fall into this, it was a bad phone interview and you want to break up forever bucket. These are the people who are usually going to argue with you about it. So (laughs) I just saved myself the time and the energy and the headache to be quite honest. And that's how I leave it. And I think the biggest thing is when I like my first like year or two in recruiting, I was trying to just let everyone know right away during that live call. And I just... It was just too much, like the arguing and people getting mad that they weren't moving forward. It was honestly, it was too much. And if you've ever been in recruiting, like you get this. If you haven't been in recruiting and you're someone who does this, it could be a really great opportunity for you to learn how to accept no. That's kind of how I do it. And it really depends on what kind of category they fall into. But definitely let me know if that answers your question, if that's helpful. If you have follow-up questions, you can send me an email or you know find me on the socials. But that's how I do it. If you're in recruiting and you do it differently, I'd actually be really curious. So let me know. All right. Question number two. They want information on maternity leave and work leave. So maternity leave, each company is going to be different. So some companies actually have maternity leave benefits. So one of the previous companies I used to work for, they gave you, I'm pretty sure, could be wrong, but I'm, I don't have tiny humans, so I've never had to use maternity leave benefits, but I'm pretty sure they gave people three months paid maternity leave. Like how freaking sweet is that? So first start with your company. There is usually one to maybe 10 people who focus on benefits, depending on how big your company is. So not a lot. (laughs) Your general HR person will be able to help you. But if you have very specific questions, there's usually a person dedicated to benefits. So I would ask them and find out all the details there and if they have anything from a benefits package perspective for maternity or paternity leave for that matter. So start with that and then look into FMLA. So FMLA, let me back up a little bit. HR asterisk, this could change based on the state that you're in. When I was living in California, I learned California was the exception to basically like all rules and laws. So (laughs) Uh, HR asterisk, check with your HR person in the state you live in. Generally speaking, (laughs) FMLA, you qualify after one year of working with the same company. If you move companies, right? If you jump over to a new organization, that clock starts all over. So FMLA is the Family Medical Leave Act of 1993. And if you go over to Department of Labor, the website, so dol.gov, it's defined as a law requiring covered employees to take unpaid job protected leave for specific family and medical reasons with continuation of group health insurance coverage under the same terms and conditions as if the employee had not taken leave. So the same website, what you're entitled to is 12 work weeks of leave in a 12 month period. For the following, birth of a child or care for a child within one year of birth, placement with employee of a child adoption or foster care within one year of placement, care for spouse, child, or parent who has a serious health condition that makes the employee unable to perform the essential functions of his or her job, employee's spouse, son, daughter, or parent is a covered military member on 
uh, what they call covered active duty. So people who are in the military know military language, but if you have questions, I would work again with your HR person and whoever that person is for you that's in the military to get more information there. And then lastly, the 26 work weeks in a 12-month period to care for a covered service member with serious injury or illness if employee is service member's spouse, son, daughter, parent, or next of kin. Uh, so they're like a military caregiver leave, essentially. So I would start with what are your maternity or paternity benefits for the company specifically? Look into FMLA. And then if you still need time off, but for whatever reason, you don't get either one of those, you can apply for FMLA. You would be denied. And then there's another leave and I'm forgetting the name of it. And I apologize. It's not in my notes. There's another leave act that could kick in. However, it's unpaid. So just keeping in mind when you do need time off, whether it's for maternity or paternity reasons or, you know, the care of a spouse or a parent or a child, you know, all those different factors. And then of course, you know, if you need to take additional time as a last resort, I would look at your time off, you know, and if you've been there less than a year and your company has a, a specific amount of time you're able to take, whether it's, you know, three to five weeks a year or whatever, and it's accrual, you may not have it crude enough time. Um, however, you still could be able to take some of that time to extend that leave. Of course, paid time off is paid. So <laughs> that's a plus. And if you need more time for other reasons or if you need more time for maternity or paternity reasons or even other reasons to care for your family, I would just have a really really honest conversation with your manager. You know, ask them what sort of flexibility options that you have. Maybe you need to care for someone in your family. And that means going to a lot of doctor's appointments during the day. Maybe you can get up early and get your hours in or work late into the evening to get those hours in or make up for some of that on the weekends. Maybe you have more remote uh, work from home options. Uh, maybe you can look at going part time. So just having really honest, transparent conversations with your manager is going to be really helpful to understand what they're willing to allow and where they can be flexible and then where you can be flexible to hopefully make whatever situation you're in work while you're going through whatever it is. Hopefully that helps you guys answer those questions. If you have follow-up, definitely let me know. And if you want me to answer your question, head over to the show notes and there's a link to a Google survey and you can enter them there. I hope you guys found this information helpful and valuable. As always, thank you so very much for taking the time to be here and listening. I really appreciate it. You can find the show notes over at, at stephdennis13.com and if you want to work together and learn more, you can do so at listen to careertalk.com. If you want to help support the podcast, you can do so via the PayPal link below, or if you're using the Anchor app, you can do it directly there as well. Also on that same Anchor app, you can leave me a voicemail or a voice message. I would love to hear from you. If you have a minute, please take some time to leave a rating and or review for the podcast. It really does help. And you can find me over on the socials over at, at stephdennis13, uh, mostly Facebook and Instagram. We are written, produced, and edited by yours truly. You guys are so very awesome. I hope you have an amazing, fabulous rest of your day.